الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله قال العلامة شيخ صالح الفوزان حفظه الله تعالى عباد الله O slaves of Allah إن الشقاوة والسعادة لهما أسباب that verily misery and happiness each of them they have their causes they have their causes and their reasons by way in which will lead to either this or that they have their asbab they have their reasons and their causes as relates yani, to the servant that the servant they will do things that will result either in their happiness or in their misery so misery the reason for it is due to disbelief in Allah Azza wa Jal wal ma'asi and sin wa sayyi'at evil deeds allati la yatubu minha sahibuha those evil deeds in which the person who does them they do not repent from them na'am wa amma sa'ada and as relates to happiness because happiness too it has its reasons it has its causes it has its signs. Naam. Wa amma sa'ada, as far as happiness, fahiya bisabab al-a'mal al-saliha. Then the reason and the cause for happiness, then it will be righteous good deeds. Wa taqwallah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And having fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadullah. As we know, happiness is something that the human beings, they are in constant search of it. They're looking for it. What are the causes of happiness? What are the means by way in which an individual he will attain happiness? What are the means by way in which a person, they will be able to escape misery? This is, uh, for lack of a better term, the million dollar question. How do we be happy inside of our lives? The equation for such you will find is very simple, but it requires a great deal of diligence and effort from the slave, from the abd. Naam. The poet he mentions, he says, لَعَمْرُكَ مَسَّعَادَ جَمْعُ مَالٍ وَلَكِنْ أَتَّقِي هُوَ السَّعِيدُ وَتَقْوَ اللَّهِ خَيْرُ الزَّادِ ذَخْرًا وَعِنْدَ اللَّهِ لَأَتْقِيَا وَعِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَعِنْدَ اللَّهِ he mentions the poet, he said that Verily no doubt, happiness is not attained by the gathering of wealth It's not contained by the gathering of money But rather the one who fears Allah, then he is the one who is happy 
and having fear of Allah, then this is the greatest provision that a person he can store. And with Allah for the one who fears him, then there is extra. There is an addition. He will get more. Ibadullah, undoubtedly, beyond a shadow of a doubt, there are three signs of happiness. An individual, he wants to be happy. Then there are going to be three signs by way in which an individual, he will be able to attain happiness. If he were to be blessed with these three things, and he will have these three characteristics and these three qualities, then they will, by way of them, they will be able to find happiness. Naam. The Sheikh Fuzani says, Three characteristics. Whoever is granted success in being adorned with them, then he will taste, he will reach, he will attain happiness in this world and in the next. إِذَا أُعْتِيَ شَكَرُ وَضُبْتُولِيَ صَبَرُ وَإِذَا أَذْنَبَ اسْتَغْفَرَ And these three signs of happiness, and they are that if they are, when they are given, they are thankful. They show gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when they are tested, they are patient. And when they make sins, they ask for forgiveness. فَهَذِهِ هُنَّ أَنْوَاعُ السَّعَادَةِ So these three characteristics, then these are the signs of happiness. So if we want to be happy, then we have to adorn ourselves with three, with these three qualities. Naam. The Shaykh, he mentions, as far as the first one, as far as the first, is that when they are given, then they, that they are happy. Then they will be thankful. When Allah Ta'ala blesses them with any type of blessing, any type of bounty, then they will be thankful. They will show gratitude unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for that bounty. Now, what does it mean to show bounty? Uh, what does it mean to show gratefulness and gratitude unto Allah Azza wa Jal for a bounty in which He has bestowed upon us? Because being grateful unto Allah Azza wa Jal, then it within itself will have three things in which an individual will have to do in order to show true thanks unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because showing thanks unto Allah Azza wa Jal is not something that is just reserved to the tongue that a person he will say, Alhamdulillah. Now, it is not just reserved to the tongue. This enters into it, but is not the whole of it. But rather, there are two more characteristics or two more things in, that are vital that have to be connected to it. The Shaykh he mentions that an individual he speaks about the bounty in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon him openly. Where he makes it clear, he says, Alhamdulillah. So you will hear these type of expressions, these type of phrases, thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, praising. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever that bounty may be praising Allah ta'ala for the bounty of good health, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the bounty of a sound mind, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a good spouse praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for righteous good children so on and so forth, praising Allah azza wa jalla upon the tongue, naam this is a key component of showing gratitude unto Allah azza wa jalla wa'atiraf biha ba'atinan 
and they have to acknowledge internally this blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they have to acknowledge that this blessing is from Allah azza wa jal. So if they are blessed with money, Allah ta'ala, He bestows upon them wealth, that they acknowledge that this is from Allah azza wa jal. This is not due to anything that their own hands have put forward because la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Because there is no power, no might except with Allah azza wa jal. So they don't think that what they have gotten is because and due to their effort because they realize that what? That the tawfiq is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That it is Allah azza wa jal who blesses certain slaves or puts a bounty upon certain slaves in which they are rich. And it is Allah azza wa jal who restricts some other slaves that so that they are stricken with poverty, so on and so forth. Allah azza wa jal, he bestows bounty upon whom he chooses from his ibad. So they have to acknowledge this internally that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then thirdly is an aspect and a quality that will manifest itself upon our limbs. Naam? It is not that which will be satisfied by just lip service. It is not that that will just be satisfied by a mere acknowledgement within ourselves that this bounty is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it is that which will be manifest upon our limbs. Naam? The shaykh he mentions, he says, وَصَرْفُهَا فِي طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ and that these bounties have to be utilized in the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He blesses the individual with wealth, tests the individual because the blessing can also be a test and so on and so forth. With wealth, that individual now must spend that wealth in manners and ways that are pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from taking care of his family, from spending upon his children, spending upon his wives, spending upon his parents, so on and so forth. Naam? That they utilize that to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, giving sadaqah, feeding the those who are hungry, giving drink to those who are thirsty or in need of drink, and so on and so forth, clothing those who are in need of clothes, spending in the ways of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have to utilize this bounty in a manner in which is pleasing unto Allah azza wa jal. Not that they will use this to tour throughout Europe to look at all of the haram places, to go to this haram place and interact in this haram action and activity and so on and so forth, but, but that they use this wealth in ways that are pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that they spend upon that which is halal, they spend upon that which is halal and that they withhold their hand from utilizing their money in ways which are displeasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is incumbent and it is a must that when we are showed a bounty and bounties bestowed upon us from Allah Azza wa Jal that we utilize that bounty properly and that we show thanks unto Allah Azza wa Jal as Allah Azza wa Jal he has threatened that if we don't do this then there is a major major penalty for the lack thereof as Allah Ta'ala he mentions as he says لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ and if you show gratitude we will increase you if you show gratitude unto Allah Azza wa Jal then Allah Azza wa Jal, he what? He increases the bounty. So if you want to get more bounty, more blessing, then show thanks to Allah Azza wa Jal and He'll put more blessings upon you. But on the flip side now, Allah Ta'ala, He says, And if you were to show ingratitude, if you were to be ungrateful for the bounty, then verily my punishment 
is most great indeed. So if we were to be ungrateful to these bounties, if we were to not praise Allah by way of our tongue, if we were to not acknowledge that this bounty is from Allah if we were to use this bounty in the disobedience of Allah then Allah tells us that verily his punishment is severe indeed. So this is a great threat for those who show ingratitude unto Allah and as also as a reminder and also as a proof and an evidence which shows that this gratitude is not just that which is upon the tongue and in the heart but it must be manifest also upon the limbs Allah he says and the family of Dawood show your thanks by way of your actions Show your thanks by way of your actions. I'malu. Show your thanks by what? By your actions. I'malu. Ala Dawood Shukra. Show your thanks by way of your actions. Waqilun and only very a little bit min ibadi ashukur and only a very little bit of my slaves actually show true thanks. Allah Taala informs us only a very few from His slaves actually show true thanks. So we see here in this ayah that what? That us showing thanks and gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is coupled is that we do that by way of our limbs, that we act in a manner that is a, is, 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 is a gratitude, that we act in a manner that shows and illustrates our thankfulness unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is by fulfilling that which Allah ta'ala has commanded us to do, utilizing this bounty in ways that are pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is incumbent in this is a must if we are to establish and show true gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a person who does this then this will be from the first signs of happiness this will be from the first ways from the first means and causes by way in which the individual he will attain happiness so if you find that you're sad if you'll find that there's misery inside of your life if you find things are not going the way that you want them to go and so on and so forth and it seems that happiness is, is a most elusive thing unto you then check yourself as relates to this to see are are you of those who show bounty or are you of those who show gratitude and thankfulness unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he bestows upon you a bounty hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami'i al-muslimin fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim Bismillah alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ba'd Ya ibadullah It is incumbent that we pay very close attention to the likes of these things that are mentioned and this is for everyone who is concerned about being happy Everyone who would like to be happy then we have to show concern as relates to these things because the road to happiness then it is a road that is clearly laid out for us inside of the Kitab and inside of the Sunnah. Secondly, the second characteristic that is a must that we are adorned with, that is, sabr, is that when we are tested, we are patient. When we are tested, we are patient. And it is incumbent for us to know that we are going to be tested. Naam? It's not possible you're going to walk around on this dunya, you're going to walk around on top of the earth and you're not going to be tested. No, you're going to be tested. And you're going to be tested with things that are pleasant. And you're going to be tested with things that are not pleasant, not so, not so much, right? You're going to be tested with things that you deem as being unfavorable. And you will also be tested with things that you find to be pleasurable. 
Allah Azza wa Jal, He tells us inside of His noble book, And we will test you with what? We will test you with things that are unpleasant. Now you will be tested with things that are unpleasant. Like sickness, the loss of loved ones, the loss of profit, the loss of this, the loss of that. Now you will be tested by things that are unpleasant. But Allah Ta'ala says, And you will also be tested with the good. So you will be tested with good health. It's a test. See what you're going to do with it. It's a bounty. Naam is also a test. What you're going to do with it? Be tested with wealth. It's a bounty. Naam also a test. What you're going to do with it? How are you going to spend it? Naam. Be tested with free time. It's a bounty. Naam. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to spend your free time? Worshiping Allah or spend your free time destroying yourself? How are you going to spend your free time? Aiding and helping the believers? Or are you going to spend your free time causing corruption? What are you going to do with these bounties? Huh? Allah Ta'ala, He says, Fitna, you'll be tested with these things as a trial. As a trial. And then Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَإِلَيْنَا تُرُجَعُونَ And then unto us is your return. So whatever good comes to you, whatever thing comes to you that you don't see any as being good or things that are unpleasant, all of it is a test from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. When the good comes to see it, you're going to be thankful. When the difficulty comes to see, you're going to be patient. When the difficulty comes to see, you're going to run your mouth and complain. Or you're going to be patient. Are you going to say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun? Or are you going to curse and cuss and swear? What are you going to do when the test comes? How are you going to re- how are you going to act? How are you going to react when a difficulty comes? Allah Azza wa Jal He promises us that He will test us. Allah Azza wa Jal He says, "Wala nabluwannakum bi shay'in min khawf wal ju'ah wal naqs wal naqs min al-amwal wal anfus wal thamarat." Allah Ta'ala says, and we will most definitely test you. Undoubtedly, you're going to get tested with something from fear. And this is important to know, and we don't want to get too much into it. But if you look at the, the construction of this ayah, Allah Ta'ala he says, Bishayin with something from Bishayin min al khawf. We're going to test you with something from fear. Not, we're going to test you with fear. Because to be tested with fear is to destroy you. You understand? So Allah Ta'ala he says, We will test you with something from fear. Allah Ta'ala doesn't, does not say that He will test you with hunger. No, He will test you with something from hunger. Because to test you with hunger itself will be to destroy you. And the test is not put on the believer to destroy them. But the test is put on the believer as a test. Put on the believer to raise his rank. Put up, put upon the believer to cleanse him from the sins, from the transgression. As it comes in the famous hadith. Man Whoever Allah wants good for, then He tests him. Now, that when Allah wants good for an individual, He what? He puts him through trials and tribulations. Now, He puts him through trials and tribulations. So when Allah Azza wa Jal wants good for you, put you the trial and tribulation. So the point of benefit is that here is that you will be tested with something from. Fear, something from hunger, something from the loss of money and the loss of life by your loved ones dying, 
tested with something from the loss of your fruits and the profits of your labor. So give glad tidings to those who are patient. Give glad tidings to those who are patient. Now, not every one of us is going to be tested with all of these things. Ma'am? Not every one of us is going to be tested with, 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 the, with the whole of these things. But we know that when Allah tests us, is what? It's because He wants good for us. Man Whoever Allah wants good for, then He tests him. He tests him, He put upon him calamities. So as to raise their rank, so that the sins will drop off from them. The point is, is that we will be tested with something. Everyone according to their religion. Everyone according to their iman. Because the test is not meant to destroy us, it's meant so as to cleanse us, it's meant as a cleansing agent. But you will be tested, either with something from hunger, something from fear, something from the loss of life, wealth, profit, to the end of it. But you will be tested, undoubtedly. No doubt. Allah Ta'ala says, so give glad tidings to those who are patient. Those who are patient, when the test come, what do they say? Allah Ta'ala tells us, Those who when they are touched with the calamity, what they say? They say what? They say, Verily unto Allah, we belong and unto Allah is our return. Ma'am. These are the ones Allah Ta'ala says, That these are the ones who they will have upon them the salawat from their Lord. That Allah Azza wa Jal will mention them to the angels that are high. He will mention them to the angels. And for these individuals, they will have mercy from their Lord. And these are the ones And these are the ones who are rightly guided So a test comes to these individuals Right? Something distasteful happens unto them And then they show patience They are patient with that They withhold their tongue from complaining They withhold their limbs from doing the haram So on and so forth They withhold themselves from falling into deep depression And things of this nature and then as a result of that, they will have the salawat from their Lord upon them. They will have their Lord's mercy. And they will be the ones who are truly guided. So when one looks at the result and what comes from the test, they will realize that what? This test was actually a good thing. If it resulted in these tremendous things, Allah's mercy, Allah's mentioning us to the angels, huh? and that we are those who are guided, then yes, give me that test all day long. Something from hunger, something from fear, something, something, something from... Because look what comes from it when we are patient. So if we want to be successful, then we have to be of those who are patient when they are tested. Allah Ta'ala, He tells us that we're going to be tested. Don't think you're going to escape it. Allah Ta'ala, He says, Am hasibitum jannah? Do they think that they will enter into Jannah? But it has not come to you the like of what came to those who came before you. They will touch with harms and calamities وزلزلوا and then even earthquakes and, and being shaken to their core حتى يقول الرسول until the messenger will say والذين آمنوا مع and those who believe along with him متى نصر الله where is the help of Allah when is going to be the help of Allah ألا إن نصر الله قريب 
Is it not except that the help of Allah, the victory from Allah is close? No matter what touch you hear in this dunya, the dunya is only for a set number period of time. It's only for a set number of days. And then what? It's over. So if you get a test and it touches you for a year, what is that in comparison to the whole of your life when you're going to live? Allah knows best how long you live. This many decades, that many decades, for a year you had a hard time. Two years you had a hard time. 20 years you had a hard time. What is that? If due to that hard time and you're being patient as relates to it, now for you forever is Jannah. How long is the Jannah? How many decades is Jannah? How long is the Jannah? You, you, can't, you can't count it because it's forever. Your calculator don't go that high. It's forever. So it's not except that the victory of Allah is close. With every difficulty there comes relief. With every hardship there comes relief. Of course, we know this is the case. So we want to be of those who are happy. Those who are truly happy are those who are able to deal with calamity. Those that when calamity comes, they are patient. Anticipating the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then lastly, the sign of those who are happiness is that either ethna is that when they make sins, they ask for forgiveness. Because all of us are going to make sins. The Prophet ﷺ that all of the children of Adam make sins, and the best of those who make sins are those who repent. The human being makes sins. All of us are going to make sins. But those who are happy, they are those who have the sense to repent when they make a sin. Now. Regardless of what that sin may be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in his noble book, and race, rush to forgiveness from your Lord. Rush to his forgiveness. Rush to asking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No matter what you have done, no matter how nasty and filthy what you had done was, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he forgives. Allah ta'ala he says, Fahisha and those who when they do a fahisha, fahisha here is the type of sin that is related to an indecent sexual act. This is fahisha, huh? A lewd, nasty, filthy, disgusting sexual act that you did in a haram manner with somebody you shouldn't have been doing it with. That's what's being talking about right here in this ad. That those who do the likes of this, huh? Out, those who oppress themselves, and then they what? Allah, then they remember Allah. فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا when they repent unto Allah لِذُنُوبِهِمْ for their, for their sins وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُوا ذُنُوبَ and who forgives the sins except Allah إِلَّا Allah. Allah Ta'ala He is the one who forgives the sins Allah Azza wa Jal He forgives all of the sins as Allah Ta'ala He tells us elsewhere in His noble book إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُوا ذُنُوبَ جَمِيعًا that Allah forgives all sins so no matter how filthy no matter how disgusting no matter how much it will embarrass you to a minute Allah will forgive it. And for the one who he repents unto Allah Azza wa Jal, as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, Whoever repents from a sin is like the one who never made the sin. You repent from a sin, it's like you didn't do the sin. You repent from the sin, it's like you didn't do the sin. Do you understand? Allah's mercy. Do you understand the chances that Allah Ta'ala gives? So for the one who is one who often repents unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how could they be anything but happy?
these are the ones who they will be successful. Allah, if we want to be successful, we have to adorn ourselves with these qualities, these characteristics. The ulama, they don't mention these things just so to mention them. The, some of the durus are not concluded and closed out with the likes of these things just for the sake of mentioning these things but as a reminder because we all searching for happiness and the happiness it has signs and these signs there are three and that is either u'tiya shakar when they are given they are thankful and when they are tested they are patient and when they make sins they ask for forgiveness we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala نسأل الله تعالى أن يجعلنا من الذين يستمعون لقوله فيتبعون أحسنا وأن يجعلنا مباركا حيثما كنا وأن يجعلنا ممن إذا أعطي شكر وضبطوا صبر وإذا أذنب استغفر فإن هؤلاء ثلاثة عنوان السعادة هذا يا عباد فأقيموا الصلاة